What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Put It In The Book show. I am Steve. Got a couple of friends here uh, that I'm going to introduce in just a moment. This is season number three, episode number 18, and a little little tiny milestone. This is This is our... Well, how many episodes does it feel like we've done together, fellas? What? 779,282. <laughs> well, we're not quite there yet. Um, because if we were, then I'd figure that we'd be pulling in that amount of money annually. Did we hit a huh? on it? On it? Not yet. We are at 85. Oh, 15, 15 to go. We, we could do a little countdown. Countdown yep. to it to one hundred. I cannot uh, wait to the Turk Wendell show. Turk Wendell, <laughs> ninety nine, <laughs> baby. Um, all right. So again, I'm Steve. Got Rodriguez here to my left, Mister Keith. Somebody ruined this, but you know, Keith, right down here, and of course, in the little empty box that would be down there or so, uh, we're missing uh, producer Joe this week. He's out on a very romantic, sexy talk. Romantic vacation. Give it to us, Keith. Yeah. Just like that. Go get him, producer. It's going to pick up Joe. Oh. There it is, producer Joe. 30 years. Oh yeah, it's, it's my fiance anniversary. Thirty-one years. Is it thirty-one? Is it thirty? Wow! I want to keep the music going. Go get him. Thirty-one years, him, Joe. <laughs> as long as she closes her eyes, it's good. <laughs> and all her senses. <laughs> a lot of this too. A little bit of this. A little of this, a little of that. Um, You're going to have a great time. Congratulations. God bless. Yes, absolutely. Um, All right. Let's let's get this uh, show rolling here. Keith. Wait, it's it's Piazza's, what, wedding anniversary to Storm Champion? What? (laughs) (laughs) I can say that because he's married to a model. Yeah. Not that if he was married to Storm Champion, it would be wrong, but, you know. Sam Champion. Oh, Sam Champion. Storm, didn't he call himself Storm Champion? Yeah, uh, I think it was Storm for a little bit, too. Yeah. I, I feel like he was on uh, what uh, Channel 7 up there, right? ABC? Yeah. Is he okay. okay. I, I, I watch, um, I, I like put on local channels up in New York, and I'm surprised to see who's like still there. Like the, the weather person, Janice Huff, on, on NBC, uh, who took, oh, over for, took over for Al Roker back in the 90s. Oh yeah, for I work on big time in the morning shows. He did go, and then and then he went small time, big time diet. Mm-hmm. Then he went bad eyeglass frame, funky color. He wouldn't be about there. Lord Lindsay Is he still up there? WWORC Caucus, New Jersey. Sea Caucus, New Jersey. Science. Didn't he take over for his father, Lord Lindsay Young? I have no idea. Wasn't he a wrestler announcer? No. Lord Lindsay Young. Uh, so, oh, maybe you're right. No, Lord you know, Hayes. Lord Alfred Hayes is what. Hayes, yeah. Oh, Lord Alfred Hayes. Close <laughs> well, enough, right? The mind got there. I don't know how. Why? Yes. It, oh, no, that that doesn't. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. It it got there, and that's where we are right now. George, what's up, buddy? Uh, let's um, let's uh, send us over to Mr. Laris. Keith, can you do us the honor? Talking about Brooklyn water coffee roasters. Dirty water bagels. Uh, Brooklyn water coffee roasters from their roastery to your front door. Roastery from their roastery. Roastery, roastery. Uh, (laughs) Now you throw me off. Brooklyn water coffee roasters. One Uh, sentence in. Yeah, I'm just gonna shoot from the cuff because I'm totally thrown off now. It's really my fault, but anyway. Uh Brooklyn Water Car Firsters, uh Brooklyn Water Car uh, honestly amazing coffee. Uh I drink it every morning and sometimes twice in the afternoon. And sometimes I don't sleep well because of it. But you know, uh they have, I think George may have a crush on you, Keith. 
George, why? Same. Oh, morning wood. Oh, you got a 2G? Yeah, morning wood. I drink morning wood just about every morning. I do. Um, the other one I like is Cinnabuzz, and that's part of the high energy line, 50% more caffeine per cup. Uh, part of that high energy line is also jacked up cupcake, which is what we like to call oh, Rodriguez over here. I get thrown off. You do. Um, <laughs> stage left, stage right. Uh, uh, plenty of flavors, dark roast, dark chocolate. It's a rich, chocolatey, delicious coffee. And it is really good for you because it keeps you awake and has how many calories? Seto. That's it. Boom. Um, Winter Wonderland. My dad just picked up a bottle. Bottle. <laughs> picked up a bag of Winter Wonderland. <laughs> just told you out, Mr. Lyman. <laughs> now it's all right. Not right. Not right. <laughs> Got a dime bag of Winter Wonderland. Um <laughs> You know, got a bag of winter wonderland and a bottle of morning wood, put them together and pff, you are in a winter heaven. Yes. Um, there's also a uh, drunken pig and don't worry, no animals were harmed in the making of this delicious treat. It is a whiskey infused bacon coffee. And uh, how many calories in that for I forgot. Settle. Boom. Uh, check them out now, www.brooklynwatercoffeeroasters.com, from their roastery to your front door. Uh, guaranteed to ship within 24 hours of its roast date. Uh, check it out now, and you could do a That's little code right. and get a little extra bag if you buy two of them. And that little code is stay home, because uh, there is a wave coming. It's not a tidal wave, but it's a corona wave, part two, the return. Corona. Stay home. Don't forget, it's still out there. Um, Never away, dummies. Remember that. Yeah, be safe. What's up, Tim? What's up, G? What's up, Lady P? Uh, what's up, Mama Farach? Lady P. Uh, Ooh, nice check it out one. now. All capital letters. Stay home. Buy two bags. Get your third bag free. Can I ask you a question, Keith? Yeah, what's up, bro? How, how do you do such a great job with that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got all shy. He got all shy. Yeah. Uh, no, no. My my question is, I I don't no, see all these people that you're shouting out. I don't see them. Where are they? Uh, if you reach your hand up your ass, you got to get up to the knuckle part of your your wrist. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, go and then you take the other hand and you click on live comments and you'll see those people. Oh, oh you should have told me to use my left up the butt. <laughs> now I, I, you know, I'm right-handed. <laughs> Damn it. And I knocked my camera. I hope I don't drop it like I did last week. My nap napkin here somewhere. Okay. This is only what? Our what? 80th show or something? <laughs> what show? I mean, where are we at here? Number, number 85. Let's get it started here. Stone Cold style. We're going to get ready oh. for this. Little little Austin. But, oh, look at this. I like it. I really like that on you. All right, let's get started. Um, I want to uh, let, let's let's start off by um, getting a little congratulations out there. Man, this picture looks super weird. Uh, but let's uh, all right. Now that now I see the comments. Morning Wood just came through four minutes late. I'm super delayed. That's All right. Well, you know, that's not, that's, that's just not right for the host to be delayed like that. All right. We all know. Congratulations goes out to our booth. SNY's New York Mets booth of Gary Cohen, Keith Hernandez, Number Ronnie two. Darling, and Steve Gelb snuck in there. Uh, named the top broadcasting crew in all of Major League Baseball by The Athletic. So, we knew Good that. Already. We already knew that. Like, we knew that. seriously. You guys all knew that too. Just so you know. Yeah. It, like, you should. If you didn't know, well, now you know. Timmy, what's know, up? Buddy? You know. Um, <clears throat> just a, a little, uh, you know, from from this week, and you'll, I'll, I'll, I'll get more into this in a little bit. But uh, if you missed the show last night, the Just Too Sweet show, featuring uh, Timmy and Eric. Um, and Hollywood Dave, uh, they had a special guest on, um, uh, a, a buddy of mine, actually. He's a critic 
uh, from down here in South Florida, movie critic, but he's also a huge wrestling fan. And he, he had told me a story uh, at you know before one of the movies that we went to go see that he actually had an, a job interview with the WWE and he interviewed with Stephanie McMahon to become a writer on the show. And so, the, you know, the, uh, he had a pitch, a uh, 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 storyline of how to, you know, bring back Kane because uh, Kane was out at the time. And so he was super excited and everything. And he said within a couple of minutes, he knew he shit the bed on the interview. <laughs> and clearly he didn't get the job, but uh, still a good guy uh, and still pretty cool. He got to meet Vince McMahon, Kane, Undertaker, all these guys. Uh, so that's pretty good. Um, let's jump into... The news of the day, the the semi-news, and it is something that we've been talking about for weeks and 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 weeks. It is Major League Baseball in 2020. Do we have an update? We might. But first, I want to show you guys a couple of, of course, when I say you guys, I mean all 750,000 people that are watching right now. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to show you guys what some of our guys might look like by the time baseball starts. Uh, and this is uh, <laughs> Jeff McNeil. Wow. <laughs> wow. He's going to be sitting on a porch chewing tobacco. This is our third baseman, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do another one here. The wrinkly boy. <laughs> uh, our um, first baseman. Pete Alonzo. <laughs> oh, he, look, he looks like a happy drunk. How many home <laughs> 162 regular season, you know, how many home runs does this, does this Pete Alonzo hit? That Pete Alonzo could probably hit about 12. So <laughs> I'm thinking he's 70. All right. Let's get this guy out. And uh, now we'll move uh, to right field. This is a fun one. Our right fielder, Kid Conforto. Wow. <laughs> oh. He looks like Bobby Valentine a little. Yeah, he's got a little bit of that. You throw some shades, shades and a fake mustache, and we'll see how it goes. He really looks like a manager in the big leagues. Wow, I could see him still looking like that and managing the team. Yes. How'd you get his neck still so diesel? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the last one Hollywood. we had Hollywood we had to the, to the pitching mound, the pitching rubber. Uh oh, if it's the Grom, it's a scarecrow. <laughs> oh wow, he gained weight. Jake the Grom, the Grominator. Wow, kind of yeah. looks like uh, Jeff Bridges. Yes. Oh yeah. A little bit longer hair. Yes. Oh, with that with that annoying southern lisp. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got a little fun out of the way here. Uh, Now let's talk about some uh, baseball in 2020. Uh, We do have an update, uh, and it's not necessarily the update that we wanted to have during the show, uh, but the show is just beginning, so we'll see. Uh, So Jeff Passan from ESPN is, and everybody else, Ken Rosenthal and all these guys, um, and it was actually Ken Rosenthal. I want to get this right. Give credit where credit is due. He broke it first. Uh, said that right now. So the two sides, uh, Kamish and Players uh, Players Association uh, President, uh, who is a former New York Met for a little bit, Tony Clark. Uh, they got together. Uh, so the the framework of this is a sixty game season that ends September twenty seventh and, and begins around July nineteenth. Uh, so the July fourth dream. Does not look like it's going to come to fruition, but uh, nonetheless, baseball is looking like it's going to be back. Uh, gives the players, most importantly for them, full prorated salaries, uh, and then so some concessions, right? So con- uh, t- two concessions that they had to make. Uh, number one is uh, there will be expanded playoffs for the next two years, um, and it, we still don't know what that looks like. Is it two extra teams? You know. What what exactly that looks like? Most most likely it's going to be two extra teams. That, that that's what that's what I'm thinking. Um, and hey, if the Mets make it because of those two extra teams, I'm all for expanded playoffs. As you know, down the road, yeah, you can go, maybe. I hate it unless it benefits us. Yes. Oh, True story. Absolutely. That's the, 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 the Mets way. It's, it's um, in the fine print on the Mets. 
um, and then of course, and then they would have to waive the right to to uh, to file any grievances regarding this particular season uh, with with the owners. So nobody can complain that they contract the coronavirus. Uh, nobody can complain about this or that. Um, so, and here's the other thing that's worth noting from uh, Jeff Passan: uh, the offer from baseball has uh, has the players maxing out to a one $1.5 billion in salaries, as opposed to the 400, uh, not 400 billion, four, the 4 billion that they would have gotten over the full 162 game season. Um, and then the money actually equates to being equal. So this is, this is the players association and owners uh, meeting on a $1.5 billion on a 60 game season. So, but the thought around baseball is, and the experts are that baseball might come back. The players might come back and say, Hey, we want a 70 game season. And then they just meet in the middle at 65. Uh, So, and then the plan for, for now, whether it be 60, 65, I know uh, whether it be 60 or 65 games is to have uh, about 10 off days uh, from July 19th to September 27th. Uh, and then they go into the playoffs. Uh, this year is not an extended playoff uh, year. It would be 2021 and 2022. Um, and then, you know, so they, they both sides, the owners, one of the more important things besides the money, the owners were wanted to get the season done before October hit uh, because of that potential potent November coronavirus wave that, that um, is hovering above us. Uh, so, but Rodriguez, what are your thoughts? I'm all for it. I, I've I've been saying all along, in my opinion, that the players should get paid fairly for this for the game. They shouldn't have to take a 75% cut or whatever cut. They come to play, they should get paid. Whatever their salary is supposed to be. Even more so, you shouldn't give them a cut because it is a pandemic. Even more so that in all honesty. They are putting their lives at risk because you never know how 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 you're going to react to it. So each and every one has a different reaction. So they really are. Why take money away from them? That angers them. Plus, they're still a little bit pissed off over that sort of soft salary cap that uh, issue that they lost a year or so ago, right? The um so so that plus the fact that they feel the owners are greedy, they're fighting it. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, they lost a great opportunity to be heroes. Just like the owners, you know, are losing uh, another opportunity to be heroes too because they're they're putting a lot of pressure on the players to take that cut, which seems unfair to me. But um, I think think they're going to do minimum 50 games, and I'm really playing it safe. But uh, that 60-game deal sounds good. 65 would be even better. It'd be great. But – it's gonna happen. There's too much money. They're losing too much money. They can't lose everything. They're yep. gonna play. Gavin. You see what you see? What Max is talking about in the comments? What? What did he say? He's My talking about uh, he's bringing, back, uh, bringing back the food that he still hasn't ta- you know sent us. Oh, listen, Max. Listen. Max wants to do a barbecue guy. Mets barbecue. Listen, when all this is over, we do a show with the barbecue happening in the back. So he's he's ready to go. All right, we're, go, we're we're in. Uh, screw you, coronavirus. Give him a Mets cooking show. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not down for barbecue until maybe after July, but I'm definitely down for a barbecue. Yeah, uh, and Keith, before before you go with with your your take on this, uh, and, uh, a little bit of uh, news coming out, and this is not really news. I mean, we, we've we've known that this was coming, but um, uh, pending the MLB agreement. Uh, it reportedly includes DH in the National League for both 20 uh, for this year and next year, but then the CBA will have it in there. So, it, you know, if if we get baseball this year, the National League is now a DH league moving forward. It's going to stick. Yeah. I want to see what's up with Cespedes. It should stick. I want to see what's up with Cespedes. Oh, my God. I, I thought about Cespedes this weekend. So – Sorry, this is going to be a, a weird story. Uh, but, uh, you know, Lion Country, have you guys been to Lion Country Safari? All right, so yeah. they open back up for the drive through stuff. Not, not, the water park's not open, and neither is the it's a, at Petting Zoo. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so 
Um, so we're gonna get getting ready to go. Uh, and then it, luckily I just happened to pull pull up the site and it says you must buy your tickets in advance. The whole family's in the car waiting for me. I said, I'm gonna go, let me go print out the tickets. So I go over and I go to print out the tickets and it's sold out. I'm like, why why is it sold out? It's just the cars are going through. You know, it's go at your own pace, nice and slow. People pull off the side, whatever. So, okay, so so that's that's done. I'm like, all right, well, the, the whole family's in the car. I got to take them somewhere. <laughs> so I've never been to Lake Okeechobee. So I said, all right, let, let's take a little, I, that'll be clear. So I went, we oh, went, we go. Drive. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, it's it's just, it's as far north as Lion Country Safari. So we take a drive up to Lake Okeechobee. And uh, on the way there, I see something in the middle of the road. I'm like, Oh my God, a cow got loose and a truck must have hit it. A boar. Get, get closer to it, and it's a freaking giant boar. Oh, so yeah, there's wild boar up there. My first thought was that's what Cespit has got her doing. <laughs> no, some things can kill you easy. Bro, it easy. was it was massive. It was massive. Yeah. And I, I I wonder what kind of a dent it let left in whatever whatever hit it. Oh, they're big and heavy. We yeah. roasted one before. And then you know, tons, tons. You know, we get down there, tons of alligators uh, at the surface, and then I hear this big splash behind me, and I turn around. It's two guys jumping into the water with fishing nets, just tossing out the nets, pulling them back in very calmly. While there's six or seven alligators just just around them, and that's just at the surface. Uh, I I went to my wife. I said, I gotta go because if if I see one something a death roll happening, uh, it's gonna scar me. I'm I'm out. I don't know if they survived. So, yeah, Keith, no, what do you think about baseball? They, they don't attack, believe it or not. But I, I don't want to be near them either. Don't get me wrong. But no, I'm just saying. Yeah, people, I mean. People who are experienced um, experience, uh, um, fisher, fishermen in Florida, it's common for them to just go up right near alligators. Or sometimes really the alligator come near them because they pick up the chum or whatever else the fishermen leave behind. Who is that? Is that Pierlene? Diva, yes. Hey, P. You know who I thought it was at first? I thought it was... Um, Diva Diva. She changed her name to Diva Diva now? Oh, well, now she's watching on YouTube. Oh. I thought it was um, LaDonna for a second. I look real quick, and I'm like, man, just Keith and Rodriguez? Hey, wait, wait, hold on a second. Cardinal suck. Even if it's LaDonna or Pierlene, whoever it is, uh, all you see is Keith and Rodriguez, huh? That's, that's cool. Uh, Keith, what do you think about... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about baseball? Hurt. Her feelings are hurt. Boo-boo. Um, a boo-boo. Well, uh, as, in, in terms of the prorated pay, full prorated pay, uh, prorated. That's, perfect. that's what it should be. Um, you know, they they should have stood stood on that from the beginning. How, how are you going to – these guys, the baseball players are the game. Without them, there is no game. I mean, in the past We're we have – the minor leagues. It's not going to work. I mean – you put a bunch of minor leaguers in there, or you know what they did when they did the strike oh, and when they pulled in the scabs. Then it's Korean baseball, but they're American minor leagues. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was still watching because it's baseball. I enjoy the game, yeah. but anyway, back to what I was saying. Yeah, you know, these guys, these guys are the game, so you have to pay them. Uh, yeah. And I, I get that it's adjusted, prorated, but yeah, full prorated. How how are you going to prorate it and then slice it again? No, number one. Uh, number two, I'm really curious to see what this, the uh, specific is going to be behind the social distancing. Maybe kind of like how they did in Korea with the, the blow-up sex dolls in the stands. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if you all saw that. I'll put it up. They got, they got fined uh, X amount of dollars per sex doll. It, it, was, it was funny, but I guess inappropriate. Um, but anyway, I'm curious to see what they're going to do in the stands. Is it going to be completely empty park? Is it going to be some They're going to make the fans buy some sticker with your face on it and they'll put it there before a game. It'll be somebody's job to fill up. Whatever, over. right? Is it going to be some Are kind of thing going on? I don't know. Um, as In terms of the DH being carried through for the next two years, I think, uh, well, from this shortened season and then for two years beyond, I think that's going to carry over like Rodrigo was just saying uh, permanently because, uh, you know, the, I think I think what's, what's going to happen is the owner's, and the players are going to really see the benefits behind it in terms of their pitchers not getting hurt, um, in terms of the offensive uh, production and 
that's Mesperes going to the rough end. Resigned. I'm sorry, what? Mesperes gets resigned. Watch. If With he, us, I don't know, but he'll get a team. But anyway, I, I think the DH, I think the DH is going to help the game. And I was so against it in the past. Uh, what changed my mind is obviously that swing by Degrom, yeah. um, and it's true, you know. Okay, after that, it made me really kind of reevaluate my thoughts on the DH. Uh, I think that's a plot positive. And bottom line is just give me baseball. I really don't care at this point. Give me baseball. The the extended playoffs for the next two seasons. I also get it, you know, extra revenue for the owners, um, you know, and quite frankly, it, it will draw more fans. It will be more exciting. Baseball needs to get put on the table because a lot of fans are getting sick and tired of hearing about it. Um, and, you know, baseball struggles to keep their fans for some reason. I mean, there's millions of fans that go to the games, but they're, they struggle sometimes. And this is not going to help them if they do not play for 2020. So uh, I'm glad to see them getting off their asses. I'm glad to see baseball themselves. Um, kind of bending a little bit to MLPA and MLBPA. I don't always agree with them. I think they're a little bit too strong of a um, association um, or union. But in this particular case, I agree with them, and I, I like I like the what I'm hearing about the offer that's put on the table. So, sorry, I'm just laughing at uh, Maureen is asking where the slacker Joe Mulvihill is, and Joe is watching, and he says he is drunk and pantsless on the beach, and he's not video ready. <laughs> You want to you want to play that song for Joe? Uh, sure. Go, Joe. Go, Joey. Joe, if you're gonna come up pantless, let me know. I'll introduce you with that song. <laughs> Look, um, I was just scrolling through Twitter, through Mets Twitter, and uh, the question was asked: Who's the best skipper in team history? And would you have ever have thought that Terry Collins would be in the in the in the four, the top four that they asked? Um, the thinking back through and and his love love uh, obsession with uh, Ruben Tejada. <laughs> yeah, you know, but listen, any manager you put out there, first of all, in hindsight, you always have a clearer vision of, of somebody's worth to the team. You always you get one, right? You get yeah. one. He had his. Yeah, you got one guy. One upset. Yeah, right. And every matter. But, you know, Hada had some promise at one point in time. It was a very small point in time. Until Utley took him out. He was was the guy. He was playing really well. In the the playoffs that year, yeah. Screw you, Utley. Uh, So, well, the the four are uh, Gil Hodges, Davey Johnson, Bobby Valentine and Terry Collins. Agreed, a thousand percent agreed. Who, if you you had to pick one, who would it be? Mickey Calloway. Art Howe. Art Howe. <laughs> I hope he's doing uh, well. Hamburger. Right? How's that? Really? <laughs> oh yeah, Art Howe had the the COVID. Yeah, uh, he, he's yeah. gonna be fine now. We didn't hear anything. I hope so. Anything. Uh, Dallas Green. Yeah. Um, who I think is my one. Out of those yeah. four, Jeff Torborg. Jeff Torborg. That's what I was just trying to think. Remember, Mike Cubbage managed a, a few games. Oh my God, Torborg! I, you know what I remember about Torborg was because that was like ninety two, ninety three, right? Ninety that that time frame. I just yeah. remember like the Fox baseball coming on, and you know us getting demolished because those are the years that we won fifty nine games. Uh, who the else? 70s, right. The, the what? The seventies? No, this this was like ninety. This is when Torborg was the manager, like ninety three, with uh, Saber Hagen, Eddie Murray, oh, yeah, Bobby yeah. Bo. But Eddie Murray played well. Eddie yeah. Murray was good. Yeah, it was two, just two, it was just a, not a good mix of players. It wasn't a good. No, it, the chemistry clearly wasn't there. Unless you unless you count Clorox as, as the chemistry. The curse of, <laughs> the curse of Coleman. Vince Coleman, Vince Coleman, Firecracker, five hundred home runners. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. He was. So did um, so did Gary Sheffield. Did he? I, I was. I didn't Gary know. Hit five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying. I think Eddie Murray hit his five hundredth as a Met. I liked yeah. Eddie Murray. I never had a problem with him. Yeah. Oh, his career. He was great. Yeah. Oh, was fantastic. He was with us. Was great. He was yeah, on Twitter every week. This week in baseball. Um. Yeah. So, uh, who who would you pick? 
I would I would probably oh gosh um, there are different types of managers so I, I'm in my head I'm going do I have an offensive team or a defensive team what do I have do I have what type of pitches do I have and then then I Don't put it on my manager. I'm Don't getting get out. Hold on. I'm getting nerded out. I'm too much information. <laughs> uh, let's I go see the steam. I see the steam coming out your head. Bobby Valentine. And I and I'll say Bobby Valentine because he did a lot with less. He actually had the worst team ever in my mind as a Met team to even go to the playoffs. I, I, I thought they would I thought they weren't good at all. Um so I think he did less. Uh, he did more with less. Bobby V, I'm going with. And, and he's he disguised himself to come back out. Come we, on, we, we honored him. We honored last him week. last week. Come on, Bobby. <clears throat> Keithy, uh, yeah, I have the same sentiment. Uh, Bobby Valentine, and a couple of reasons. You know, it's Bill Hodges is iconic, right? But he, he's not. He, you know, he had he had a, he had a great team. David Johnson had a great team, only won once. Um, Terry Collins was great. But Bobby Valentine, he took that team, and sure from, from a strategic uh, managerial standpoint, he was he was really good. When to put pitchers in, when to pull them out, where to put people in positions, when to put pinch runners in, uh, when to bunt. Like he he had a really great baseball mind, and it, it was fun watching him. And he took a bunch of, I mean, he he made a name for it. Benny Agbayani. I mean, you know. Um, Ooh, Benny. Jay Payton played played in the outfield. I mean, Timo Perez. Timo, oh my God. Timo Perez. Um, so you know, yeah. I, I mean, granted, I, I wouldn't say he had a the worst team. Yeah, I I get that to, to go that far, but uh, they had an amazing defense. There, there were some attributes that really carried that team, uh, but in terms of him getting the most out of the little he had, they, yeah. I, I look at it this way: Davey Johnson. The team that he had, he he actually underachieved. Okay, Terry Collins, the team that he had, he got them to the playoffs. Uh, Gil Hodges, the, Gil Hodges was way ahead of his time. I mean, he 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 played guys based on stats. But when the, on, in those days they said, "This is the guy that plays no matter what," and he plays seven innings. And if you take him out, blah blah blah. But he was moving people in and out like chess pieces. Gil and Gil Hodges. was a National League New Yorker for a long time. Yeah, he's a Brooklyn Dodger. I mean, so he knows how he knows how to how to manage. Um, honestly, I would have picked Gil Hodges, but um, <laughs> Davey, Davey, I mean, uh, Bobby Valentine was excellent. George says is uh, Davey, Bobby Collins, and Gil fourth only because he hasn't seen him. Uh, but based on knowledge, he said he put him number two. And Patrick just called <laughs> Benny Brownie the Hawaiian punch. <laughs> Hold on, here's one. Well, don't use that weapon too much. You know, that's just for the. Uh, <laughs> you know. yeah, even, yeah. If, even if I say two out toss, I can't play that song. You got to pump them up. Benny's two out toss. Oh, oh my god. Um, yeah, I, I would. I will agree with you guys, Bobby V. I, I, I think he, he, I think he actually encompassed. Encompasses the other well, three. Suck because we have no argument. Bye. Right. There's no argument. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, but Rodriguez, you're wrong. He does. He does encompass all three of them. The Don't way agree with me him. again. Oh, fudge. <laughs> I look. He had. He had. Uh, you know uh, the Gil Hodges stuff where he was. You know, mix and match. Who you know, uh, stats wise. Uh, he had the the brain power of like a Davy Johnson, uh, 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 Davy, huh? and then like the fired up the fire. Yes, oh my God, that's three times. You just agree with me within the same topic. <laughs> Dang. So so it, it for for me for me it's it it was pretty easy. Um, and and then going back to your remarks, both both these guys, uh, you know, Timo Perez and. Uh, you know, you got Todd Zeal playing first base sometimes, and this over yeah. here, and Todd Zeal, really, yeah, and Benny Agbayani, who uh, you know hits a game-winning home run in in the playoffs, and he's uh, you know hitting doubles in the gap and and whatnot, and uh, you know, and then Bobby V goes, and then where did Benny Agbayani go? Did he go to like the Rockies or something? He went back China. home. He went back China. home. 
Wait, no, Keith, did he go somewhere else? Um, I'm pulling it up right now. He probably played like six or seven seasons. Kenny Agbayani was a Mets. Oops. Yeah, you're right. He, went to, um, he, he played five full years, uh, four of those with the Mets, then in then 2002 and 2000 – so, yeah, 2002 he played with Colorado and Boston. He only and played at 61 games that whole year. And it was pretty miserable. I don't remember what I ate for dinner last night, but I can remember when that Benny Agbani went to the Rockies. <laughs> That's pretty weird, huh? I would love to have that career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, two, nine, in 99 and 2000 um, – he had 14 and 15 home runs, respectively. Then yeah, batted 286, 289. He had an on-base percentage of 363 and 391. He's Benny Talking about Benny Agbani. He played five years. That, that's good enough for him. Close the book. <laughs> those, two, those two years, 2000, when he played on the Bobby, he did really well. And then I just went the hell after that. Yeah, it sure did. Uh, but he, he gave us the best four years of his baseball life. <laughs> you gave it all, Benny. You gave it all. We, appreciate, we, we love you, Benny. Um, uh, George is saying in the comments, the, the worst three, and we, we've the, – actually, we we mentioned all three of these guys when we were yes, being we sarcastic. <laughs> Art Howe is number one, worst. Uh, Jeff Torborg, number two. And number three, Dallas Green. An honorable mention was Jerry Manuel. Uh, and Jerry Manuel Im- immediately followed uh, yeah. Willie, right? That's who we hired after. Right we, yeah. No. Um, Manuel after Willie. Willie Randolph. Yeah. After we disrespectfully fired him overnight. And I feel yeah, bad in a way for Jerry Manuel because I, he wasn't good, but he also didn't have a lot to work with. They shouldn't have gotten rid of Willie. Wayne Randazzo just tweeted out, with all this talk of DH, there's a good chance that Noah Syndergaard will forever remain one away from the all-time Mets home run lead for pitchers. No, I hope pinch hit for sure. Yes. Yeah, great. Yes, we're going to get – yes. You're about what Noah's doing when he's not pitching. What, why are you making a hey, it's Wayne Randazzo. What is, it, what is Wayne Randazzo doing right now? He should be joining our show is what he should be Shut doing. Up, Wayne. Uh, Dwayne, what's his name, Wayne? Wait. Wayne. 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 What, about, uh, what about Mike Cubbage and his seven oh. games he managed? I knew it was less than 10 games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Torborg, 72 and 90. And then he was fired the next year after 38 games with 13 wins. Then Dallas Green, why'd he stay for four years? God only knows. 46 wins, 55 wins, 69 wins, 59 wins. What in God's name? And then Bobby V comes in, 88, 88, 97, 94, 82, and 75. Rest our case. We rest our case. Bobby V is the man. And then it went to Art Howe down to 66 and 71. We thought that was such a great pick when you first got him because of the A's. And what we really knew is that he was just a stand and he was a puppet. Well, yeah, and then well, and then exactly. And then you you watch uh you watch uh Moneyball and um and he just seems like a real douche. Like, and then uh, Willie Randolph got the rawest deal. Willie, yeah, yeah, he shouldn't have got fired. That was that what was about crazy. um, but uh, Buddy Harrelson had a had a good win loss record. No, well, ninety one, he took over in ninety, and then no, ninety one, Buddy, yeah. yeah, Buddy took over in ninety. He did have seventy one wins uh, out of what a hundred and twenty games or so. Uh, so it's not bad. So uh, he so he went what seventy one and fifty right seventy one and forty nine close enough and then the next year he went seventy four and eighty uh, and then he gave way to the legendary Torborg. Mike Cubbage oh. and then the, after that was Torborg yeah and Mike Cubbage went uh, Rafael Santana and Lenny Dykstra for the year <laughs> nails baby yeah cool. crazy nails yeah let's not talk about him that guy's. All right, let's get to the ownership situation to complete our two favorite uh, things to talk about. Uh, there's rumors abound that Steve Cohen is uh, still interested uh, in in the in the uh, obtaining grabbing the Mets. You know, 
Um, but he would want immediate. I, I'm going sluggish right now, I think. But I, he would want immediate control over the Mets. And he would want SNY. Uh, and then moving over to your boy, Rodriguez, Aroid, and J Lo. They apparently have an, another backer of money. And that is, I'm going to butcher this name. It's something Sports Partners, uh, which uh, they, they would they would chip in another $250 million on top of what um, uh, they've already got. So it seems to be a three-way potential battle between the guy who owns the Sixers, the Devils. Did somebody say three-way? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Look how he's frozen. You see him frozen, Rodriguez? I know. <laughs> I feel like smacking him right in the face. Don't do that. Oh, wow. You gotta see your picture frozen, bro. You like this. Wait, you right in the face. Wait, you're frozen too, so I don't I don't know what you're how you're yeah, mimicking you're, me. Well, you're the only one frozen. Hey, you guys caught up. <laughs> look, look, I'm going super quick. <laughs> catch up, catch up. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Look how fast he's going. Wow. Arriba, andale, andale. Hey, easy, easy with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, do you guys have a preference of the three? As we rank the managers, how would you rank those three in in, in order? Uh, it's Cohen, the the Sixer, the Devils douche, and a a douche. Cohen, because he's got the most money. And he's a lifelong fan, supposedly. I think I'm back, guys. Uh, back live. Then A-Rod and um, J-Lo. Uh, it's a funny how A-Rod always has backers, always has men behind them. How funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, I take <laughs> A-Rod because at least he knows baseball. And uh, he'll, try to, he'll try to put whatever the best product is out there. He might mess the whole thing up, but he's going to try really hard because he needs to beat Jeter. The only reason he's buying the team is to beat Jeter. And then uh, the Phil the Philadelphia guy, because uh, he's from Philadelphia. Why would I want him touching the Mets? Yeah, screw you, Filthy. Screw you. So that would Kate. be my choice. Um, yeah, I have, this, I have the same order. Uh, well, a green tonight. This is a really boring show. Let's all just write down <laughs> our answers before. Agree with everything. No arguments. It's actually not a boring show. I'm enjoying the show. But, uh, yeah, Steve Cohen, uh, right, because I think Steve Cohen will spend. He reminds me kind of like uh, what's the dude from Dallas Mavericks. I can't believe Mark I forget. Cuban. El Cubano. Cuban. I don't think he's, you know, I don't know. I don't know his profile to, to call him Mark Cuban. But in terms of, like, you know, a guy who knows how to handle money. and The comments are killing me today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your, your your brother says, Jerry Manuel, I thought that was Morgan Freeman. Uh, talking about <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a guy that used to do the maintenance in a place I used to live. His name is Pillman. And I swear to you, Pillman and Jerry Manuel, dead ringers. And every time we used to go to the uh, game up in Port St. Lucie, we see Jerry Manuel. I used to go, Pillman! That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Steve DeFreeze. Yes, yeah, Steve Cohen, I think he'd spend. I don't think, he, I don't think he'd chintz out. And I think he has a real interest in... in Winning because he realizes winning is going to bring him more money. Uh, a Rod because he does know baseball. I think he would pull the right people in, and he does want to show up Jeter. That that is, you know, I wouldn't be upset if he got the team, but he's not my first pick. And who the hell wants anybody from Philadelphia having to do anything with the Mets? Screw that crap. He's they're number four of three. Boom. And you just told him what Channel Five Kung Fu movie lips on us. I did. Oh yeah. Again. Oh yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, oh, no, it's hers. Wait, but you you chose who? What was the order again? Uh, we're going to Steve Cohen. <laughs> then we're going to take Elon <laughs> and Jalo. <laughs> and then we're going to go with uh, number four or three, the filthy guy. The Philadelphia guy. <laughs> what are the chances of getting frozen when I do this to you? I hope that's your ring finger, oh. and, and you tell me you want to put a ring on it. <laughs> All right, um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go into mine because I agree with both of you. Okay, go ahead. Move on. Next topic. 
And now it's time for the Mets moment of the week. All right, we got a Mets moment of the week. Uh, and it's actually brought to us by um, Joe. Joe, Joe actually submitted this. He confused me. I thought he was going to be part of the show today. Um, so Joe provided us with the Mets moment of the week. And uh, just like last week, I got to find it for a second. Uh, just like last week, uh, the Mets moment of the week is brought to you by Sterling's Paradise. Boom. I have a banner for that. I've heard of, I've heard of that place. There it is. Sterling's Paradise. Uh, serving the most authentic Haitian food uh, in South Florida. Um, they are located at 360 South State Road 7 in Margate. Uh, they have uh, they specialize in, uh, they do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, they got your griot, they got your fried turkey. Uh, and then on Mondays and Thursdays, they have a lunch special, uh, tasso turkey and griot for nine bucks. Either or. Stop in the morning, get some get both meals. If you work in the area, grab some we'll lunch. Have out of home, pick up dinner for the family. Boom. Absolutely. All right. Um, and support a local business. There we go. All right. My plate, Kaleen. Let, <laughs> let's get to the Mets moment of the week here. And uh, it's going to be a little bit off because you're not going to see the Mets. Only, what? Only Joe brings... A New York Mets moment of the week with no Met in the video. You ready? Who's ready? Let me see a show of hands. Who's ready? All right, you don't have to show of hands. Here we go. Let's do it. What the? Well, that's really fast. Good internet. Who is that on the field? Is that Giants and Redskins? Yes. Am I looking at Joe Theismann play about to happen? No. Are we breaking a leg? Because I like breaking legs. We're not going to break a leg. <laughs> Let's restart this. Just like uh, Tim says on the Just Too Sweet show, it's not a show that we do unless there's some technical difficulties. Thank you, AT&T. It's not that. Oh, That's come good. on. Come on. Stop begging. This video being cut off was brought to you by T-Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Message not sent. Try again later. Wait, Pat, Pat, oh, did you, that happen to you guys the other day? Oh, yeah. I was out for like, uh, it still sucks. You have T-Mobile? Yeah. No, it, I have. Why don't you the sound station outside? Try to get a better reception. Jeez. No, it was done. I can go Wi-Fi, but I couldn't make any voice or text, text and nothing. Oh, I could do no, I couldn't. Nothing was good. Oh, baby. Oh, oh yeah. Dead. It's coming. It is coming. All right. And now it's time for the Mets moment of the week. Now it's Let's time. kick it. NFL. He was spectacular. 72 receptions, and he has been able to get himself open here tonight. Uh oh. The Mets have just taken the lead on a home run. There must be thousands of television sets here at Giant Stadium. And that's the reason for the crowd screaming as they are right now. And in fact, Seaman dropping the flag and the Redskins and the are so startled by the crowd reaction to what was going on, it had an effect on what was taking place here. It's interesting. All-star prior to the snap, number 66 offense. Please reset the clock. He's looking at the game. I think the Redskins thought their position was going to be overrun. Yeah. Don't forget to put the Mets score back up. Yep. I mentioned you, Alan, two years ago when I was playing. We were playing at Pittsburgh, and the the Pirates were playing the Yankees. We were recalling that game. We couldn't tell what was going on. They were ripping those in those days. Didn't have these little portables out, but it is shocking when nothing's going on in the field. All of a sudden, seventy thousand people just erupt. This crowd is still going wild over Ray Knight's home run. And now, as they settle down, the Redskins try to settle down at their own thirty-seven settle, yard line. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. Sacked by Taylor. The Giants use it a couple of times. No, McConkey. And they should get back in fairly good field position. Oh, McConkey. McConkey out there at about his own thirty-yard line. And now, what's happened? Well, the Mets are getting at least another run as Evans gets the ball back in. And 
Dykstra just scored. This is wild, this is bizarre. 8 5, baby. I'm getting goosebumps. And the Giants really? are going to get the ball oh, back. That's because it's the Mets. That's why. Right. Who won the World Series? Right. That's the reason for the response. Well done, fat man. Well done. That was good, Joe. Yeah, what makes it even better and, and, you know, nicer is that Joe is a Jets fan and he gave us a Giants clip. Yeah, but you know what? If you weren't watching the Mets game and you're a Mets fan, you're a douche. Yeah, Shouldn't big time. Be the Giants game. <laughs> uh, Pat says, Mar- "Pat, you got some something, something wrong with Margate?" <laughs> Pat lived there for a minute. Oh, did he? Uh, George says, "AT and T, no bueno." And Barbara, my mom says, "Are you trying to confuse me playing a football <laughs> clip on the on the Mets show?" Uh, so eight to five, the Mets win the World Series, baby. 86 Mets. Game seven. That's my team. No, it's my team. No, nope, right. it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, because there's, there's really no breaking news coming. I was hoping that we'd get an agreement, but um, you know, God forbid, you know, uh, we get a little late breaking news here. But uh, uh, an idea that um, my good buddy, who we've uh, been, just been agreeing with, Rodriguez uh, today, uh, came up How with. How dare you! What if? Call me a buddy. <laughs> so, uh, Back to the Future is, is a real thing, and we were able to go back in time and trade Dwight Gooden and Bobby Ojeda from the '86 Mets, right, for Tom Seaver and Jerry Kuzman from the '69 Mets. How would that impact both teams? So, so now <clears throat> you, you you're taking Seaver. The franchise uh, and Kuzman away from the '69 Mets, and you're dropping Gooden and Ojeda in. Do the Mets win the World Series in '69? Do they? What do you think? The '69 Mets. How many games did they win? A hundred. Hundred. After never having a winning season. A hundred games. 162. That's what that was their record. The '86 Mets won 108 and 54. Mm-hmm. So they had a better winning percentage, but they had a much better offensive team. Yes. So I, if I remember my numbers correctly, and I might because I looked them up not too long ago. Uh, <laughs> these are the these are the most important things in our life. <laughs> pretty much. Things that matter to us. You know. But listen. You know. Honestly, Met fans, imagine the thrill of watching Tom Seaver and Jerry Kuzman pitch. On the '86 Mets, you imagine a 24 game winner or 20 22 game winner. What, what, what did? How many games did he win? He won like uh, let me 25 check. Twenty five and seven, and he struck out 208 batters in 273 innings. A 25 game winner with a crappy offense, mm-hmm. a 221 ERA. Now imagine what he does with the '86 offense. He's at 30. He's at thirty wins, guaranteed, uh, almost guaranteed, if he stays the same. I think. I think a, 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 for the '86 team, a, a better question might be: Would the '86 team in the playoffs have lost a game? <laughs> no, they wouldn't. It wouldn't even be any close. Because what's the staff then? Seaver, Kuzman, Seaver, Kuzman, Darling, Darling, Sid Fernandez, Pat Fernandez. And Aguilera, Aguilera or, coming out of the pen. Or the other guy, Je- the other guy with the bushy beard. He was on the team too, I think. Then in '86, was he? Um, well, you had you had Aguilera, you you had Orozco. Uh, what Orozco. was the other guy? Orozco, who who? What was the righty compliment to Orozco? I forgot. Um, the um, was it McDowell? Well, McDowell was there. McDowell. Yeah, it was. He was the righty compliment. To, I mean, they could have won probably 110 games, 115 games with those two guys. Substantially better. I mean, much, much better. 
Now the 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 sixty nine team, they probably could have, they they probably would have still been at one hundred and sixty two, uh, because yeah. the Gooding would have would have picked up some slack, but he didn't win as many games as him. But his fastball was just outstanding. No one no one would have seen that type of pitcher then. Exactly. And Ojeda was just a fantastic pitcher regardless. Ojeda belongs in that era, I think, the way he pitched. I feel um, like Ojeda like, uh, is is super underrated, I feel. Right. Like, and, and he pitched with a hurt elbow. Yes. And you know? it just had the, 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 the delivery. It was – Ojeda's delivery was, like, smooth. Every pitch. Smooth and weird at the same time for me. It, it was because it was like hunched over. Yeah. Hunched over yeah. delivery, right? Yes. But it was the same. It was the same with the curveball. It was the same with that fastball. And as a hitter, you're trying to pick you're trying to pick any up any type of little little glitch and you don't get it. So yeah. hitter was fantastic. But same on every pick, which for the love of God, if just people just do it. <laughs> just okay. Like, you, right. And Ojeda, it was a perfect storm because that year he was great. Years before, yeah. years after, mediocre. Couple good years sprinkled in later in his career, but a good uh, offense does that. Perfect storm makes you a better pitcher too. A really good offense is Ojeda as good with the '69 team? No, maybe not. Maybe he wins two less games. You know that the offense gave him. The team that gets Kuzman and Seaver is obviously the, the team that's getting the the better deal. That's the way it yeah. is. A hundred eighty-six Ojeda and Gooden. I mean, they're great, <laughs> but the team that's getting Seaver and Kuzman gets the better deal. My opinion, you know. And so you also have to think about the '69 Mets win. Maybe not. They might. You know what's you know? funny though? I don't think of the '69 Mets as hundred game winners mm -mm. because no. they, they they portrayed as such as such a sad team, and you know, and all that stuff. The Mets were a sad team all, all along, and then to go to suddenly a hundred wins. I think a hundred wins to me is. Top echelon type of team for the whole year. Yeah, I, I thought I'm thinking that they and it was probably 73 or 72 or was it when they went to the World Series that they were like a little bit above 500. But yeah. this team, yeah, that team just game, snuck in. <clears throat> yeah, they kind of snuck in at 100 games. That's an accomplishment. That's that's a pretty good. That's a really good season. I mean, and and oh they, they, they caught fire. I mean, what were they? 16 games out or so? 12 or 16 games out in in August. Yeah. I just went to baseballreference.com and pulled up 1969 Mets. And, you know, <clears throat> when you pull up a team and it show like a dozen or so players, they're a profile picture, a baseball card type picture. And Tommy Agee looks like Ioannis Cespedes. <sighs> it is – oh, my God, it's a dead ringer terrible. <laughs> and and they show McGraw in a freaking Philly hat. All right, baseball reference. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Sixty-nine had McGraw, man. He was he was that, that yeah. nasty. You that gotta pull up that picture at AG if, if possible and and show it on the screen. Uh, baseball reference. Baseball reference. Nineteen sixty-nine Mets. <laughs> it's 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 Yoannis. Yeah, it's Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think most of my, I think most of my anger towards him as a fan. Not personally, because I haven't. I don't know him personally, obviously. But as a fan, is uh, how disappointing he's been. You know, all the expectation he set, and how he just really didn't, from my point of view, didn't take care of himself. And I'm talking about Johannes, obviously. Uh, you know, he wasn't careful, and he didn't take care of making sure he can get out there and play. You know, I or maybe he played early. when he shouldn't play and made things worse. I don't know, but. He was careless, but he's a human being, and sometimes human beings don't think that way. But he needed to think of himself as an investment, as is he. If right. he thought of himself as his ranch, his investment, and what he loves, he wouldn't let him. He wouldn't have been. He he would have been extremely careful with himself, and probably not have to not have gone through this uh, big time injury thing. So, but he's yeah. human. Super small picture, but yeah, super small. But look, it's it is Johannes. It's Johannes's dad. Yeah. Yoannis AG. It could be. It could be his dad. It could be his dad. Yes. Yeah. Could be his dad. Hopefully, no, no wild boars there. <sighs> Twenty-five yeah, home no. runs. Twenty-five home runs this year. Twenty-five. Get the hell out. Of Twenty-five. In Sixty home runs. games. I mean, 
25 home runs in 60 games. Mespedes. This is going to be fun. Take the uh, predictions uh, based off of how many games are being played when we get to that point. And, and it's possible, right, Rodriguez? Because 60 games, they may just go balls to the wall. Pitchers may be. Not may. You have to go balls to the wall. It's a pitchers are going game. to be in hell unless you're. I told you the race to 50, now if it's the race to 60, it's a short season. You have to come out hot. You have to come out hard. You have to go balls to the walls. You can't be that complacent pro that you got 160. No, you have 60 games to prove that you're the best in the league and win a World Series. Everyone's going to be at 100, as they always say. There's no such thing, but everyone's going to be at 110% every single yeah. game. Because you yeah. have to win every it, game. It's, it's, a, it's a much bigger sense of urgency at this point. It's going to be exciting, the short season. I, I, I'm i kind of looking forward to it. And my, and my brother mentions Ojeda cutting his finger off while trimming his hedges. I do remember that. And oh, I also yeah. remember the voting accident. I, yeah. Oh, my God. So he, he says, yeah, so he cuts his fingers off. And in back in 1969, they don't have the technology to reattach and thus causing the Mets to lose the World Series. A little bit of time cop. Or what is all those things? Yes. What is that? All right, let's not reimagine the a whole little, world. It, it was a little a Kevin Bacon stuff going thing, on there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, well, that, that that's really all that we had uh, this this week. No news coming through. Uh, so that that is uh, – it's on the players now to uh, to either counter or accept. And then let's, let's move forward with some baseball so that we can finally dive into predictions on who's going to do what this year, but we're back when we were supposed to be doing that in March. Listen, the players have to accept. You we were they, 10 they, days away. They have to accept, bro. They, they have to. They're going to be the villain. They're never going to be able to live it down if, if they don't accept. Yeah. The owners are being – Listen, whatever it is, they're, they're both greedy bastards, okay? As Patrick and a few other people have said, I think, they're all greedy bastards. Just play 60 games and get paid for it. Help the fans out. Give us something. Once you get out there, nobody's going to care about you being greedy. We're just going to be excited you're playing ball. So I can't stand looking at Wolf Blitzer, okay? <laughs> I need baseball. I'm tired of it. How about Warner Wolf? I think he's, he's dead, right? Warner Wolf. He's dead. He might have died. <laughs> Warner Wolf, I think, was dead. He was re- he was defacing the front of his uh, over yeah. fifty five community uh, down here, of course, in yeah, Florida. Plantation. It wasn't plantation. Who would win? Who would oh, win? Yeah. Warner Wolf or Wolf Blitzer? Oh my! I got it. Well, I got my money on Warner Wolf. Yeah, yeah. He's scrappy. He's from and, New York. And then, and then after he knocks his ass out, he's gonna say, "All right, let's go back to the videotape. Go to the videotape." <laughs> That was a good one. Thank you. Next week, we should get into the draft picks. Yeah, let's do that on my my information ready here. Talk about draft. We're going to talk about all our new drafts next week. Yeah. Talk about the the players that are be coming up in a few years uh, uh, and taking the promised land. Um, I like it. Yeah. Remember, we were we were about ten days away from heading out to Sharkies for opening day. That feels like six um, years ago. <laughs> Sharkies, I heard. Tell me no, no, no! Don't you dare! Yeah, I'll say it offline because I don't want to um, say anything that may alter anybody's opinion of a particular business. Hmm, that's a tease. Ooh. All right, show's over. <laughs> Deuces. All right. Um, all right. Again, like I said, uh, go back to yesterday with uh, the Just Too Sweet show. You can go back and watch that. Uh, you've just watched us here on Wednesday. Tomorrow is uh, Empire 161 show, Yankee show with uh, Tim, Tim and Ed. Uh, Friday. <laughs> Friday is the uh, Jader and Kyle show. Um, and we've all got a band together because, um, what is that? Is that a hammer? <laughs> That's what he does when the, when the Yankees. Oh my God. He's, he's, he smashed it. He smashed his camera. Can't see him anymore. Um, the, the, the other thing that I wanted to mention was all, you know, all the players tweeting out, let us know when and where, you know, that, that, that they're kind of banding together. Uh, and even, even that, uh, douche. Uh, in Philadelphia, 
that right fielder over there. Um, I, 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 I just appreciate the fact that the, that all the players are kind of banding together saying, all right, just let us know when to show up. Cause we want to play uh, with the exception of Zach Wheeler. Cause uh, well, so now, now everybody's so complacent. Now everybody say, Oh yeah, we're going to come play. Yeah. It wasn't us. It wasn't yeah, us. Of course. Yeah, it wasn't us. Okay, you know, Pete Alonzo uh, tweeted out, let us know when and where, uh, and a, a whole bunch of other, other guys did. Um, and, Tim, that's what I was just about to say. We, we got a band together, and we, we got to think of uh, a show for Eric. Uh, keeps on passing the blame off on me that he's got no other show. No other show to do. Maybe Rodriguez and Eric get together and do a show. About what? Uh, about nothing. It was pretty successful. All right. Um, and then you got the four quarter show with uh, with uh, Hollywood Dave. Um, that's kind of on the back burner uh, for a bit. So he might actually be looking for a co-host uh, uh, you know, over the next few weeks as his uh, his co-host, Alain, is uh, studying very hard for the bar exam. So probably going to lose him in a, in a bit. We need more lawyers. More lawyers. Uh, and then next week, we start the cycle all over again. So we hope you uh, find some time to join us. Uh, you can listen to us on any uh, podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google. What's Google? Keith, what's the Google one? Um, Castbox. Oh, Castbox. I, I keep on wanting to say Chrome, Chromecast or Chromebox or some. some everywhere you know. in New York. Like that. Uh, Anchor, yeah, we're 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 everywhere. Just wherever you listen to your your favorite shows or podcasts, you can just uh, search Cine Sports Talk" out there, and then boom, all the shows are gonna line up right there uh, on the site right now. Last night we posted uh, our ranking of the DC Universe films, uh, so you, you you'll see numbers. Keith got super blurry now. Uh, numbers one through eight. He's heating up like the Human Torch. Yeah. He's heating up. NBA Jam. He's on fire. Remember that game? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> Boom, All right. Right. <laughs> um, All right. Come on. That, <laughs> that'll do it for us uh, this week. We appreciate you watching. Appreciate you uh, uh, dealing with our uh, shenanigans and appreciate you turning in to have no news on on baseball uh we'll talk to you guys next week hopefully for the love of god we'll have an agreement can we get an agreement please i agree, I agree that there should be an agreement thank you we'll talk to you guys next week we agreed uh, a lot today you know we did it's i don't know if it's a good thing but we'll talk to you guys next week later agreements